0: Hi everyone, this is Rahul Gupta, your filmy Baniya, and I welcome you to the very first podcast of the filmy Baniya. Today we're going to talk about James Gunn's latest production venture, Brightburn, The Omen Meets Superman. In one of the scenes in Brightburn, the lead protagonist Brandon Bear is in his class when the teacher asks him about hornets and bees, which is the topic of discussion as well. Brandon remarks, Hornets sometimes leave their children to be raised by weaker bees, as they don't want to. The film pretty much you know, sets the tone for this statement. Brandon seems to look and behave like a regular teenager of his age who loves eating mac and cheese, sip colas and enjoys the company of his friends. His parents adore him, but there is something which is not right about him. Brandon has some superpowers and he doesn't use it for the good of people. This essay is aimed at reviewing Brightburn and explore the genre of kids and superheroes and how they have affected popular culture. The plot. The movie chronicles the lives of the Breyer family, who live in the town of Brightburn in rural Texas in the United States. The happy couple of Tory, played by Elizabeth Banks, and Kyle, played by David Denman, yearn to have a child of their own. Despite many efforts and medical consultations, they are unsuccessful to have a kid. Then on one fateful night, a UFO crashes on their farm. This ship carries a young baby in it. Both of them take the baby and decide to adopt it. They name him Brandon and life carries on. Somewhere around 10 years later than that, when Brandon is reaching puberty and maturity, he starts acting differently and his alien self starts revealing. The whole film then centers around uh, Brandon's activities and the emotional churn both Tori and Kyle have to endure in accepting the reality of their adopted child. Now, what is the concept behind Blackburn? Can evil be the face of a 12 year old? Can evil go to unimaginable levels for a larger cause? How do parents deal with a sinister version of a child? The emotional catharsis of a desperate mother? How a small town with a conservative population deal with such a threat? These questions have been addressed in this unique idea. We have all grown up watching how a young Kal-El, aka Clark Kent, crashes in a spaceship at the Kent's farmhouse in Superman. How he goes on to become Superman and uses his unsurpassable powers for the good of humanity. You know what? Writers here probably thought, what if Superman was evil? What if he is evil in his younger self and starts butchering humanity in his teens? I mean, doesn't it sound like a very, very unique idea? Inspirations from Superman and the Omen The film is based on an original screenplay by Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn, but it follows and borrows heavily from the Superman story. The Brayers are a lot like Kent's. Their home is also a bit similar to the Kent household. The surrounding area of rural Texas fits perfectly as well. The Kent's were the reference point in their town for good and compassion. In fact, Clark derives his love for humans from his parents. In Brightburn, Brandon goes back to his hidden ship, below the farm to get his energy and murmurs an alien language, can you imagine that? Ultimately his alien genes take over his human self. Although when it comes to the family dynamics of both Tori and Kyle, the writers tend to take a, a cue from the characters of Gregory Peck and Lee Remick from the Richard Donner classic The Omen. Both father and mother are at loggerheads on the subject of their own child. In The Omen, the child Damien is actually the devil's offspring and has a psychological control on his mother in some ways. The Omen also has a similar ending like Bradburn. A hint at a new supervillain worse? It is shown in the film that Brendan prefers to use his own cape and keep keep scribbling his own motif, which resembles B.B., giving hints that it might be his own superpower identity in the future. There are also mentions of similar incidents in the U.S. of children with similar patterns and different powers. The narrative in Brightburn, something very strikingly about this film is the fact that the killings are not simple. They are gory, they are edgy and disturbing at the same time. Usually children are you know, not seen doing brutal crimes in Hollywood films, but here the writers have taken the liberty, of the, or the risk you might say, of showing a kid as a demonic being, rather than the quote-unquote misguided teenager. The Gun brothers have clearly drawn the line between these. The film also uses objects from popular films of similar genre to amplify the storyline. <laughs> For example, there's a small bobblehead of Chucky from Child's Play, in Brandon's room, underlying his taste for monster films at an early age. Performances. Elizabeth Banks shines as Tory Breyer. She essays a role of a, ma- of a woman desperate to have a child and the senseless obsession she has for an adopted son. She sees all the evil in him, but somehow she still makes peace with that idea. Is this emotional conflict which makes Tory as a nuanced and powerful character in the film. David Denman also gives an effective performance as a troubled dad who frankly gets over his fatherhood much faster than the mom. Jackson Dunn as Brendan gives a chilling portrayal of the character with his blank stone-faced look. And believe me, he is amazing in it. So my final verdict is that Brightburn is a film about a family but should not be necessarily seen with the family. Many thanks. Thanks for enjoying this podcast. Thank you.